Welcome to episode 3 of Glow Chef Radio. Today, I'm talking about habits and their role in determining what we eat in a day. The main takeaway is that you can actually decide how and what you eat, and you can introduce new eating habits to achieve your goals. One comment I hear frequently about food and healthy eating is something like, Oh, I eat what I feel like in the moment. I don't like to deprive myself. Well, I have news for you. The truth is, most of the time we eat what's available to us the moment we feel hungry. Is it breakfast at the corner cafe on the way to work? Lunch at the office cafeteria? Snacks at our desks? Even dinner at home? Availability is the main determinant of our meals. If lucky, we get to choose from a very limited set of options. I believe that we trick ourselves into thinking we are making these choices as a way of coping with the demands of daily life, as a form of escapism. But we are really not deciding that much. I read recently that an estimated 40% of the decisions we make in a day are not decisions at all. They are just a product of habit. Now, if this is true, then what we think is our free will is basically just routine. Now you ask, why on earth is this relevant for healthy eating? Well, on the one hand, by doing this we are really harming ourselves without noticing, giving the lack of nutritional quality of the food available at most of these places. On the other hand, this is in fact great news. It means that if we take the time to think and decide how and what we want to eat, then we'll be able to change our habits and manipulate the availability of the type of food we really want to eat. And therefore, we'll be able to achieve our goals. Look, I bet that if I asked you one evening, so, what do you want to eat for breakfast tomorrow? You wouldn't answer. Oh well, Sylvia, I want a really greasy croissant with a cup of poor quality coffee eaten in a noisy coffee shop that already smells like old frying oil by 8am. No, 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 no. You take the time to think and imagine a much better breakfast. And even if the choice was croissant and coffee, I'm sure that you'd imagine the best croissant in the world with great coffee or tea eaten peacefully in a nice bright environment with soft music playing and the light scent of freshly baked bread. So, how can we make this best case scenario happen every day, or at least often? That's what I'll be talking about next. We can tackle this in one of two ways. Either we fight the idea of habit in itself, or we surf the habit wave while making sure it leads us where we want to go. To fight the idea of habit, we'll need to make active decisions every single day, every single meal. In my own life, I tend to leave this freewheeling for weekends, and I would suggest you do the same. That's when we have the time to think about and the freedom to choose our food and everything else. It's time for relaxing, for letting go, and enjoying ourselves. On weekdays, I suggest you take the habit-changing route, which is what I have done at home. And my new routine is like this. Once a week, I decide what I want to eat and make arrangements accordingly. I plan, shop and prep what I need to eat the way I want. That is not to say I'll never go out on a weekday or that I don't respond to one craving or the other, oh, 
Believe me, I do. Sudden cravings for toast with butter, salted peanuts, or french fries get catered to when the need arises. But I ensure that if I want to eat my favorite healthy meals, I have them available. And I do so most of the times. It's like an 80-20 approach. 80% of the times I eat very balanced and healthy meals, while 20% of the time I let myself go with the flow. Is it terrible work? No, not really. It just takes a little bit of pre-planning. Instead of making decisions at the store, I go with my weekly plan laid out and the list of ingredients I'm going to need. I know beforehand how many meals I'll need to prepare and for how many people. I have a basic set of ingredients that I buy every week, but I also let myself be seduced by seasonal fruits and vegetables at the market. This way, there is a plan but also room for spontaneity. And now, you. If you want to change something about the way you eat, I suggest this approach. First step is to think about what you want to change in your current eating habits and write that down. For example, things like, I want to stop skipping breakfast. I want to eat better for my workouts. I want to eat less sugar or more protein. I want to eat more vegetables. Now, if I'm eating cake, I want it to be the best I can get. You know, anything goes. It's your will at stake here. The second step is, you will be choosing one item of change to address first, because it will be much easier to make one change at a time without feeling overwhelmed or forced. This is the concept of a mini-habit, something you'll do without any effort. Is it to start having a good breakfast every day, one that will fuel your work or your morning workout? Write that down. I want to have a nutritious breakfast every morning. Or, if you want to eat less sugar, think about when you tend to go for sugary stuff and write the corresponding change down. I want to have healthy snacks. Or, I want to stop eating dessert at lunchtime. You get the idea, right? The third step will have you turning those decisions into action items. If your change is about breakfast, then action items will include choosing your meal, shopping and preparing your new breakfast, as well as planning when you'll do that. It will also include identifying where you can get the ingredients, or even the ready-made breakfast you choose. It may even include watching a video to make sure you know how to prepare a specific dish. List away and reread the list to make sure it's complete, but also to start visualizing the process. This will help your brain implement this new habit. Lastly, the fourth step will have you scheduling those action items into your calendar and actually doing them. Again, for our breakfast example, you'll input the necessary ingredients into your weekly shopping list, you'll schedule time to prepare the ingredients, and you'll take into account your meal when planning wake-up times. For example, assembling overnight oats the night before, or pre-slicing your whole grain bread and freezing it so it will be ready for the toaster. Or, like domestic others, Nigella once suggested, prepping a homemade pancake mix so that you'll only have to add one egg and cook them in the morning. Believe me, your newly found process will very quickly become second nature, leaving you the room for a new change, which you'll address the same way I just described. And this, my friend, 
is really taking charge of your food, making decisions and acting on them. This is real food freedom. Well, I hope you had a bit of fun with this session and that I gave you food for thought. What else? If you want to get inspired for your breakfast or any other meal, head to glowchef.com and see for yourself how healthy eating can be so easy. While you're there, get your free download, a blueprint for identifying and planning changing habits. And if you want to share your thoughts and concerns about healthy eating or this process, please come talk to the Glowchef tribe on Instagram. You know the drill. Use hashtag healthyeatingmadeeasy so we can spot each other and chat. And that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Bye now. Talk to you soon.